This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I personally wouldn't even think about it unless I've at least like banged a couple of volume up there or something. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Scarf Bagawa War, Series 9, Episode 48, Momentous Number. Sod it, I'm going to be the one to say it. Home of the champions elect. Should, should, should not have said that. Yes, every Wednesday between the hours of eight or nine, eight and nine, we are here giving you your <laughs> weekly recommended dose of all goings on from SK3. With me, Nick Lee, and a man described as being at a wedding this week, missing Saturday's game. It's, it's, it's the at a wedding this week, Russ Johnson. Oh, at a wedding this week, Russ Johnson. I don't think wedding is a word anymore. <laughs> it's lost all meaning now. I've been convinced now that wedding is... Do you mean welding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers, cheers for having me. I'm glad, glad to be back on the show. Um, yeah. yeah. Good to have you back, mate. There's, there's always a regular spot here for you if you want it. <laughs> it's just getting him regular. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, that's I've never it. been regular. <laughs> At least my <in> modium. <laughs> and of course, we've got Waggy. Wacky's back. He's the one's favourite part of the furniture. <laughs> the chaise long. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great Don't, I've got that song in my head. <laughs> I've only just got it out of my head after like two and a half years, and now it's back in, thanks. Um, tonight, we're going to talk... What's going on? Yeah, well, we're going to talk about counting, obviously. I'm not wearing my uh, polo shirt, by the way. I, I, I just thought I'd... There's, there's got to be one person, aren't there? You, we can't all wear it. It'll look like some cult. No, I did think that. And I, th- I thought you was going to plump for your Alappy t-shirt, to be honest. That's what I thought you'd plump for. Is it in the it's wash? Mate, but it, it's hard work drying stuff today. Have you seen it out there? <laughs> the, 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 that breeze is deceptive, but there's a lot of shade. There's far mm. too much shade for my liking. So <laughs> still out there now. We'll have to keep an eye on the weather as the evening progresses. Dashing out in the only pair of shoes that I can find near the back door, which will be like my mum's flip-flops or something. Stuff at the top, lads. That'll be lovely. But then again, I don't look like I'm in a cult, so 
No, you did last week, didn't you? So yeah, I, I very much we'll just did. Take turns. Week, yeah. Waggy, you don't wear it. Me and Nick will wear it next week, and you 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 have a week off, and then we'll just keep on going okay. down like that. <laughs> are you, you going to make me pay fifty p for wearing non-uniform? <laughs> is that is that a thing? Like a fine, you no, mean? Like yeah. a club fine? Code of conduct? No, no, that's what I did at school, wasn't it? It's, it's like all just school on a Friday, special special Friday, isn't it? Charity. Yeah, fifty p oh, for charity. I mean, the uniform was my own clothes. I've not like stolen it off someone. The uniform. What? Do you want to wear your own clothes? Fifty p. Well, yeah, I'll come in my uniform. Thank you very much. You're not going to get me that way. You're not going to make me give to charity that way. Just don't give to any of them. Sodom. Okay. Equal opportunities, isn't it? Hey, crack on. What's what's going on yeah. tonight? So we're going to talk about last night's win. Obviously, uh, we're going to talk about Louis Barry. You've got some breaking news for us. Probably people may not may not know about his injury, um, but we'll talk about that later. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know how to hook him, don't you, Ross? Oh, stay tuned else. for that. Nick's got some breaking news for us. That was uh, proper got, local radio. That yeah, we've got <laughs> we've got Graham on from uh, Tramir Podcast, a trip to the moon. So he's going to join us soon to give us the lowdown on Tramir's season and how it's going so far. I think that's the operative um, word, isn't it? Low. Glow? Low. That's low. the operative word because it's just a low season. Oh, it's low yeah. down. Low. Yes. Until low Saturday, down. folks. <laughs> but we did say that about last Saturday. Yeah, we, we said a lot of stuff last week, Waggy, most of which should not be repeated ever again on here. <laughs> that was okay. I, I listened back to that and... So sometimes I think, oh, I've been doing this a while, pretty smooth, pretty smooth, doing three podcasts, I'm getting pretty smooth at it now. And then I listen back to last week where I, ju I just sounded like a punch drunk stroke victim. Just it's normal then. Standing like a big clobbered round the head or something. No, worse than normal. Well, that, was, that was my issue. <laughs> I had a big moment so on Friday morning. Like, Do we actually <laughs> not that I know of, but there's time. There's time. But yeah, yeah, it was a shame. Like, I thought I came back, came away from that thinking, good episode that was. And then I thought it back. was. I listened to it back. Yeah, it's good. The, the right, you've, you've got to have a certain amount of chaos on this show. I think a bit of anarchy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what what does it for us. If we were just talking about the football boring all the way through, it wouldn't. It wasn't. There's no way USP is the. You are the USP, Nick. Oh shit. <laughs> We're all doing it, aren't we? <laughs> oh God, that wasn't even my chaos last week. It was Alex, Alex brought the chaos last week. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah, and he's getting a load of he was getting a load of stick last night, wasn't he? As well, I don't know if you noticed that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, because people aren't allowed to have changing opinions about football. The, mm. the cyclical nature of the universe in which we live does not allow you to change your opinion on anything football related. So, so if at one point you were not manager out and then you pivot to manager out, then you're you're the problem with the club apparently. Yeah. A lot, it's, this is happening with a lot of our podcast friends, isn't it? Maybe it's <laughs> us that are the problem. Um, and then later on, we're going to have getting the reses again because weekly feature now, so. Get in the reses. Everyone can join in in that, and we'll have a we'll have a bit of a therapy session with getting reses. Um, okay, have we got any admin to sort out? Nah, not really. Christmas do. Uh, keep an eye if, if you're a subscriber. Keep an eye on that, and you'll the next few weeks will be 
putting the free tickets out there and subscribers are getting first. So excellent. Worth it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's worth it. Um, I've not been on since we did the, um, or since you and Ben did the, the, the champions, the national league North champions gig that me and Waggy gladly sat at the side and watched and drank some more yeah. than others. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel like your head teacher, Waggy. When when I didn't. I didn't feel like that. You <laughs> look like it in that fucking polo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you have jeans with like really bad turn ups and like shit market training. Young coach A, come <laughs> Waggy, come Waggy, young coach B, you can sit up front with me. <laughs> coach A, coach B. <laughs> um. So no, there isn't. There isn't much admin, is there? Um. So straight into it. I feel like if we start talking about crew last night, we're going to get interrupted by Graham. We'll have to get out. So like we should start talking about Grimsby on Saturday. We'll get interrupted by Graham. Should we chat? Should we chat this Saturday then? Tranmere Rovers. What's your What's your favourite thing about the area of Birkenhead, which houses Tranmere Rovers? Nothing. Uh, the tunnel that goes through to Liverpool, because that's where I live. Hi. Well, <laughs> I, I'm going to put the tunnel. Under Birkenhead into the resins, please. I'll put them both in. Well, that wouldn't stop me I getting like to like Stockport. Like what do you like about the Wirral? And you can't say you can't say half man, half biscuit. What do you like about the Wirral, Nick? The coral. Hmm? The, the coral. coral. Echo in oh, the bunny. The Are they from the Wirral as well? Yeah, they're all wolves, uh, aren't they? I don't don't like Miles Kane though, so make of that what you will. Is he from the Wirral? No way, I didn't know he was from he's the from Wirral. He's from the Wirral. But it it is is he famously calls himself the Wirral Riddler in a Arctic oh, Monkey song of the same name. Yeah. Wirral Riddler. It's, it's very uh, very sex offendery calling yourself the Wirral Riddler, isn't it? It's only what it's only one letter away from the Wirral Diddler. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about the Wirral, to be honest. I've been there once. Like, nice and... part of the world. I was, gonna, I was gonna say Crown Point must be nice, but it's not Crown Point, is it? What's it called? Uh, the place at the end that people go to. What's it called? Meatballs, IKEA. No, <laughs> there's a big further away. <laughs> no, what's it called? <laughs> New Brighton. I don't know why I felt Crown New Point. New, New, New Brighton. That's oh, yeah, of course, nice, yeah. I can see the, the, the slip of the tongue there, the connection. Yeah, I don't I don't know why I thought it was Crown Point. <laughs> Yeah. Oblong of Dreams, as the world is affectionately known. The, the Oblong of Dreams. Oblong of Dreams, yeah. Which I always thought, because there's a song on the new Half Man Half Biscuit album called Oblong of Dreams. And I assumed, like a lot of their songs, it'd be about football. Because a, a football pitch could be hmm. called, called an Oblong of Dreams. But it's not. It's, it's, it's like a well established phrase for the world. No way. So uh, so I was gonna I was gonna make that a thing. I was gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna go to the Oblong of Dreams at Edgeley Park on Saturday. But I thought, well, I can't now because people think I'm off to the Wibble. So what's Nick going to the Wibble for on a match day? Is he going destroying that fucking tunnel that Waggy always goes on about? <laughs> so what else is, is in the Wibble? We're, 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 we're in the no man's land now, aren't we? Yeah, this we are in the no man's yeah. land where we're just <laughs> like killing time. <laughs> We've got three minutes What's to kill. What's your favourite tunnel? <laughs> Come on, Waggy. Tell us something more about the Wirral. You live over there. I don't know. It's the other side of the wall. All I said, the only thing I can tell you is that they're all woolly backs. That's what they all get called on from yeah, this side. Yeah, yeah. 
That's this is not the level of conversation that's conducive with eleven minutes twenty three seconds into a podcast. This is no. normally on a slow. This is normally like pre season chat. This is <laughs> when we do an episode and realize there's not enough football to sustain it. Yeah. I mean, it's um, certainly one in the eye for the people who say we don't talk about football anymore. That'll, that'll show them. Yeah. Shall we talk about Grimsby on Saturday then? Let's talk about Grimsby on Saturday. That was horrible, wasn't it? I was going to say, Nick, give us your opinion because you've not spoke about Grimsby on Saturday yet, whereas me and Russ have. That was we have. In the, uh, the fantastic Courtyard Club call, which you can find if you are a subscriber. See, that's how you say it, Russ. Yeah, no, caught you a club call. I've got it now. Been practicing. Got <laughs> <laughs> someone else over there, to be honest. Yeah, uh, out out of the blocks early on, and you begin to think it's going to be another Wrexham, and then it just all hinges on the the ridiculousness that was that our chance for a third goal, and just I'm I'm glad we're getting it out of the way because I was this was going to go in the resers. Until I realised that Dave Challoner was also annoyed by it. The whole thing of him giving it to Tanto and it just absolutely ridiculous. He did have a discussion before the first penalty as well. Yeah, and seeing that, and I was like, no, Barry should be taking it. He's the one that scored the last two penalties for us, so um, he should be taking it. And then yeah, there was just why did he? But if. If the keeper had gone the other way, I mean, fair enough, he did miss. But even even if it had been on target, the keeper would have saved it. Mm. And you just seen it. It seemed to drain it out of him, and it just seemed to like completely cock the system up. I don't know what we we were just awful from then on. Yeah, it was, it was very strange. Obviously, them them get shades shades of handball with with their their first. I thought I thought. Mm. I thought if, if 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 we'd scored that and had it disallowed for on board, I thought, yeah, fair enough in on the balance of things. Um Ben Hinchliffe, serious error for to give them a penalty, but if anyone's got credit in the bank. Didn't yeah. see somewhere yeah. is that right that that's his first ever yellow card? Yeah, I, first ever, I really hope he's not gonna make a habit out of it. Um, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah, definitely not. His uh, his disciplinary records are disgrace if you ask me. I know, yeah, geez, get get rid of him, get somebody else in. Keepers, but both both penalties given away by goalkeepers. Two penalties given away by goalkeepers, and also booked for them as well, which is a nice little. Wonder when the last time that happened in a county match was. But that might be a first, actually. Well, two goalkeepers booked for giving away penalties. Where's Ben? Get on the Ben. Not here. He'll be in the. He'll be in the comments somewhere. I'll get on that ahead of next time. Right. Graham is backstage. Shall we get him out and do opposition preview with Tranmere Rovers? Evening, Graham. Evening, gentlemen. Evening. How are you? Personally, all right. As a Tranmere fan, not so fantastic, but yeah, such is life. Well. Yeah, I'm glad you're okay personally. That's the that's the main thing, mate. Cheers for coming on. So you're Graham from Trip to the Moon podcast, which is Tranmere podcast. How long have you been going? And, what, and, and what's the deal with Trip to the Moon? That's a, that's a good one. So yeah, so it was started by Matt Jones, uh, who you might see on uh, here on Talksport every now and then, and on Sky occasionally. Um, and a guy who now works for a club called Matt Horton. And 
it originally was during COVID they set it up and it is there's uh, every week there's an interview of an old player and I don't know how on earth they've got the um the little black book of all the old Tranmere players because there's only a finite number of but they've got one, a new one every week for about that three four years now it's been going on um but the title trip to the moon that comes from our uh best ever manager John King he used to come out with some crazy poetry um at times like we were a deadly submarine or something at one point whereas Liverpool and Everton were the big liners on the other side of the Mersey and uh what he said he said he can't promise us success but he can promise us a trip to the moon so that's where the nice. uh, trip to the moon phrase comes from I'm liking that that's a yeah. good podcast name I like it I was ge- when I found out the name of the pod I was genuinely like scouring half man half biscuit lyrics thinking it must have come from one of these <laughs> it must have done so it's not too dissimilar <laughs> I can see where the uh, link comes in there. It's uh, yeah, you wouldn't be surprised. So, as just just going back to a trip to the moon, and we'll get to the footy in a minute because we'll I'll try and put it off as much as I can for you. The football bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, have you have you had Dave Challoner and Clint Hill on trip to the moon? Yes, I yeah we have. Yes, they they they've been on. Um, I interviewed them. Um, yeah, very interesting stuff i think i don't i'm not sure if dave was a stockport manager at the time he might well have been when he was on he was on reasonably recently uh in the last 12 months i think so he would have been actually yeah um and yeah very insightful talk from davey still both held in hugely high regard at, at Tranmere. both both chaps um we, we seem to like players that get lots of red cards in history and clinton was one of those and we had george santos and many other players like that um and obviously dave challoner with his uh with his throw came to notoriety but also he was playing for us during one of our most successful periods when we got to Wembley in 2000 in the League Cup final yeah good stuff it's nice to have um nice to have uh, a podcaster from a proper club on with rich history you know yeah you know, you know. we always struggle to get a Salford one on it's weird isn't it it's weird that, isn't it? It's weird. <laughs> I like it I like it okay so let's talk about the game on Saturday then um won't dwell too much on, on I guess your season. But do you want to just tell us how it's going and how 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 the natives are feeling? Um, it's going not brilliantly well. Uh, I think it's fair to say third from bottom. So at least we're not in a relegation zone. Um, but I think one of the big concerns for Tranmere fans is we're seeing um, a lot of similarities between our the last time we got relegated out of the football league in two thousand fourteen fifteen. Lots of nomadic players. There seems to be no cohesion. There seems to be a lot of individuals out there and players who you expect more from not really delivering. So um, I think at the start of the season, we were perplexed by the managerial appointment. We had Ian Dawes come in, who was our assistant manager before, and it seemed to lack a bit of ambition. And then two weeks later, we seemed to get Nigel Adkins in as a technical director. So we were quite perplexed by that. Um, Our chairman's been incredibly quiet and he's normally extremely vocal. So there's a bit of unrest uh, uh, back at home. Um, and the performances, we, we, it was a bit better yesterday, but we still lost 1-0 to Morecambe. Um, so it's the tiniest of green shoots, I think you could say there, but we've lost every league game away from home this season. It's been pretty dreary. We've got the odd goal here and there, but the usual thing we rely on is our defence, and our defence has been nothing short of abysmal. We've, had, we've finally got a decent goalkeeper as well for the first time in years, so... Um, yeah, it's not a not a pretty time to be a, a Rovers fan on the road at the moment. And um, I live down in Bristol, so I'm, I'm, I attend more away games than home games generally. Um, 
and I do have a free weekend this weekend. I normally would think, oh, yeah, I might go and watch the game this weekend, but I might try and see if I can uh, listen to it or maybe if there's an iFollow link going around because um, I don't fancy a three and a half hour trip to uh, what I think will be a, a, a mauling. You've got a couple of uh, ex-county strikers in your ranks in Connor Jennings and Christian Dennis is there as well. Yep. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. How are they getting on? So Christian Dennis, I think we expected quite a lot from, but he has been played out wide quite a bit. Um, whereas we've been needing someone through the middle. We've been playing 4-3-3 three, three a lot um, and with Christian out wide. So we haven't really seen him too much in this, it, through the middle, which is where we would like to, I think, see him. He has scored. He scored one goal against Salford, which is a great finish, but I think his fitness has been lacking. He hit, he got an injury just before the start of the season. So we haven't, I'm hoping we haven't seen the best of him yet. And there's, there's more to come from him, but not hugely encouraging. Um, Connor Jennings, when he came back, we, we absolutely love Connor, obviously, for what he did. He, you know, for, for us in his pre, before he moved to County. Um, and we thought he must be a squad player, whereas actually he's been the integral player for this season. He's head and shoulders above everyone else. You, you know, Connor himself and, his professionalism. He's if there's anyone you want to lead from the front, it's him. And he's the very best of a bad bunch at the moment. He is um, head and shoulders above everyone. Um, he's he's played I think everywhere across the middle and everywhere across the, the top at the moment. We we did start a period of having him as our central focal point up front, even though we had some six foot four strikers on the bench. So he has done a bit of everything for us. So um, yeah, Connor's just been. Fantastic. If he was 25, we'd be worried about losing him to a, a bigger club, I think. But he's, he's coming towards the end of his career and I think he's um, pretty happy where he is, I hope. Um, but I, th I think Connor's the only, one of the only bright sparks so far this season. Do you, do you think that he's up down to the recruitment or is it just uh, fitting, as you say, like... Um square blocks in round holes or something like that it's or injuries i know we, we obviously we've had quite a lot of injuries and stuff like that what's the what what do you think's sort of causing it obviously without, without being a manager <laughs> yeah um well last year we relied on our fullbacks we had josh cogley who went to bolton and ethan bristow who went off to america and they were our best players by far last season and we've lost them and we've replaced them with um, I think we would all agree we don't need to spend as much money as you'd probably do on the wage bill. On full-backs, you do strikers. And we've never really invested in strikers. Um, but the full-backs we've replaced them with or um, our existing ones from the previous season aren't up to scratch. Our defence has been really poor. Um, and we've had a few injuries. Luke Norris we got from Stevenage and he's looked very effective in every game he's played. And then he picked up an injury against Salford back in August and hasn't been fit since and that's been a huge miss yeah he was a target man he was that that striker you hate when he plays for the opposition uh niggly and and we lost him and he was our focal point really he was he was our maypole and the players played around him really and we, we've lost that so um but i think it, it's a i don't think as fans we really understand what's going on we've got nigel adkins was technical director now he's the interim manager we haven't heard anything to say whether we're looking for a permanent manager, whether Nigel's taking it on board. Um, I think Nigel still lives in London and gets a train up. Um, so, and we've also had this, we've got this transfer model of trying to buy young players, uh, get young players in a free and then sell them on and make a profit. So do what Peterborough do, do what Brentford do, but do it without spending any cash on them. And mm. we probably made about 100K profit last year, but 
as much as we made money, it was last season was pretty dire and boring. We finished mid table and there was nothing to write home about. And this year we, we didn't buy many young players or um, get young players in. We got some old heads, but it's just not gelling. Um, some of the players we've done, Kieran Morris, who's done well for us previously and Tom Davis, our centre half, they, they haven't, they've been inconsistent. Jordan Turnbull, who supposed to be a league one quality centre half, um, who we got from Salford. He's, he's been better for this season, really. Um, so, and the creativity hasn't, we've got Josh Hawks who gets quite a few goals, but he's, he's a bit of a confidence player. If he, if he's in the game, it's brilliant. If he's not, he's going to be subbed after a, an hour and he's a five out of 10. So, um, they're not gelling. I think there's a lot of individuals out there. We've tried to do a bit of the recruitment, you know, trying to get, um, players after the transfer window who are unattached and they come with, you know, they're not going to be fully fit and they're generally unattached for a reason. Um, so yeah, hopefully the January transfer window is miraculous, but yeah, it's, um, I think that there's, there's a number of reasons I think, but I don't think we know all what they are at the moment because the club's been very quiet, which is very unlike our chairman, who's generally very vocal on, um, local and national media. So, um, we don't know what's going on there. I hope all is okay with him and such because we normally see a lot of him. But yeah, it's anyone's best guess really what's going on behind the scenes. Is is there a feeling that with your performances, there's there's, there's maybe you close not not closer than you think, but I, I, do do a, maybe one or two things need to click and then you'd probably steer your way into into mid table because just looking at your last match yesterday. You had as you had more possession than Morecambe and, and nearly as many shots as, as many shots on target, even with those players. Because if you say you've got, you know, you can see it now. You've got Turnbull, Davis, obviously started with Jennings, and Dennis was on there as well. You've not got you've not got bad players, are you? So is is there a feeling that it could it could gel at some point? I think yeah. Go back about four or five weeks ago, and I think we were just thinking, just need to sort your way form out, and it could gel. And I think we've got compared to last season better individual players. And I mm. think there is, and at the start of the season, although we, we lost to Salford uh, 4-3, um, we lost to MK Dons 1-0, but we played pretty good football. We played some really nice stuff. Um, so that we know they're capable of doing it, but we haven't seen it for a, quite a few weeks. And where we have won, we beat Accrington and they were really quite poor that day and went down to 10 men. Uh, we beat Bradford, which was actually, that, that was really a great result because it was we had a bit of resilience there. Normally we concede and equalise and we lose, but we actually came back and won. So yesterday there were some green shoots in terms of we actually did something in the game, but it does feel like we're clutching at straws now and we're we're not we're gonna be in November very soon and we've lost every single away game in the league. Um and we have been in winning positions in a couple of those. Um Crawley the most recent and we just seem to chuck it away in the last few minutes. So on to Saturday then. Um, I mean, we've obviously we've got a great record at the moment. You've got a bit of a bad one. It all points to nil one, doesn't it? And I know we've we've said this on our podcast the last couple of matches. Um, I know you said it would be a mauling, but what's what's your what what's your heart saying and what's your head saying about Saturday? Um, that's the thing with this league. You never know that you do see your surprise results. Um, yeah. Uh, how do I see it going? Head says three nil county. Heart says <laughs> nil nil. <laughs> it's the best I'm uh, hoping for at the moment. Um, that optimism. Yeah, that that would be. But yeah, no, I'm um, 
I'm generally pint half full, but at the moment it's it, it, it's quite half empty at the moment. So, um, but yeah, it's um, Stockport's one of my favourite away days. Normally, I've been I'm from Gloucester originally, and I used to be involved at Gloucester City, and I went when near the Conference North days. Um, my son was mascot at Edgley Park. Many nice. about to about that game. They um, didn't make the playoffs. One all when. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, that day, and um, so yeah, I would normally go, especially if I've got a free wake weekend, make my way over to it. But um, yeah, it's we, we've had many a, a, a mauling at Edgy Park, and I can think of days when you had Eric Nixon in goal when we lost three one, but many moons ago we we were winning one nil, and you had ten men the year after I think, and then you won two one. So um, well, we did win three two. I remember once, but. I could go through the whole history of results, but um, but yes, that if we win on Saturday, I would quite happily wear an Everton shirt and sing "Flower of Scotland." I think it would be. Um, <laughs> you know, we're recording this. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I'm that confident that uh, you know, the, if we do win, it would be yeah, the joy would outweigh the uh, embarrassment, and I have no I have no sort of reputation to hold up, so that'd be fine. Fair enough. <laughs> Football has a mysterious way, though, doesn't it, of of shocking yeah. you? And I, from, from my perspective, and we'll talk about this later as well in, in more depth. But our run's got to come to an end at some point, and it's, it has to, doesn't it? And it always feels like it's the next match to me, and it could mm. be Tranmere on Saturday. Could yeah, be. I guess I guess ours has to come to an end at some point as well. And uh, mm. you know, we're if, yeah, and yeah, you never know. I guess if I was to, there's I don't know about yourself, but we're the league as I see it now, I'm more favourable to the sides like us, the ones with a bit of history rather than some of the the Salfords and the you know yeah. the, oh, and yeah. the league one like the Fleetwoods and so forth. So um, one thing there's always that bit of kinship, I think. But um, yeah, uh, it does need to come to an end at some point. I'm just trying to think where in our squad it might come from because we're not getting goals at the moment. It doesn't seem to be getting anywhere. But you never know. If if you have an off day, we have a unbelievable day but that's the thing if Josh if, if Josh Hawks has a good day he can be he can get he can get a goal out of nowhere um if Christian Dennis hits form we've got Kieran Morris who can create a bit sometimes but we've just got a lot of players out of form at the moment and our defense is um it, it's as charitable as any charity is at the moment it's um so you should be pretty um I, I would put a a few quid on a couple of goals if I was a betting person for uh, for County this weekend because we managed to score the goal for Morecambe yesterday as well when Morecambe couldn't get the ball in the back of the net. So we're, um, yeah, quite a nice team to play at the moment, I would say. Very good. Right, last last thing before we let you go. Uh, and I always ask this, I'll push you for it. I know you mentioned a scoreline before, but what do you think the score will be? What do I think it would be? Right, I always use it to decide for this. I think in my head, if I had to put... 500 quid on it so i have to take my heart out of it what would i put it on? i don't i don't ever yeah. bet like that i think no, I, I I put, yeah. yeah don't worry about that yeah yeah i put a pound bet on yesterday on a, on a football match so that's about as much as i go so if i had to do that i would go two nil county it's i know it's a bit of a pessimistic viewpoint but if i'm being a realist i think um looking at the form book i would go for two nil to county good stuff Graham, thanks for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Thanks for your yeah, time. No problem. Cheers. All the best for the season, guys. Thanks very much. Yeah, cheers. Bye. Bye. There we go. That was good. Thanks to Graham for that. And thanks to um, Matt, I think it is, from a trip to the moon for sorting that out.
Well, great name that is. Trip to the moon. Liking that. No, no, no. Better than ours. <laughs> you, you don't like ours. You, you know what? I was, on, I was on BBC Radio Stoke the other day. Covering oh, all the big gigs. I don't, I'm just trying to remember what it was. I know, yeah, BBC Radio Stoke. Um, and they, they introduced us as the Scarpa Guy War. And then he spent about 40 seconds saying how much he liked it and what, what was it about and things. So did so the I... guy on Absolute Radio when I went on. There you go, you see. So yeah. There you go. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the world's media are enraptured by yeah. this place. It's a podcast that's quite literally sweeping the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Quite yes. literally. Quite literally. Right. Um, J. Uh, J.K. says Graham was good. Yeah, he was. He sounded professional. Actually, I'm just was he a, was he a journalist or something or an actual podcaster? <laughs> you know, you, you know, you get that feeling. Do you, do you are you still in a position where you don't count yourself as an actual podcaster? Or, or, or do you, <laughs> if people ask, if people say to me like, "What do you do for a living?" I'll tell them, and I'll be like, "But that's not what I care about." Like my, right. My, my actual my actual passion is podcasting. And I, you know, just just co content creation. <laughs> I'm a content creator. And they said, "I don't want to see you anymore. I'm unmatching you." <laughs> uh, no, that was good. Uh, let's just cover Grimsby slightly because we we started on that. Let's let's finish on that before we get on to Crew and Barry and and Tramir on Saturday. Um, yeah, anything more about Grimsby? I, it felt like it was um, harder than it was. I think we said, we said that on the courtyard club call. Well, we made it harder than it was, didn't we? Yeah. <clears throat> but even so, we're, we're getting all the types of wins that champions get. I know yes. no, no matter the result, people can come out and say, oh, champions performance that. And it, there's no there's no thread of what type of performance it is. So giving out an absolute yeah. hammering to a team that are asking for it, Against yeah. Wrexham. Uh crew last night, very poor first half, like both sides like kind of scared to make a mistake and then pressing yeah. on the advantage. Feeling each half. other out, kind of thing. Yeah, feeling each other out. And then then there's there's been other games where we've had it one 20 minutes, 30 minutes in and can rotate and take the foot off the gas a little bit. All the different types of win. Come from behind. See now I've got now I've got nothing for I've got nothing for getting the resers now, have I? Because I was gonna, I was gonna have people saying, "Oh, that's the type of win champions get about any sort of win." No, you can have it. If we had a coming from behind type of win yet, did we not go behind against Wimbledon away? We did. There we go. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, all the types of win, all all the types of win done. It's like champions elect. That's what champions yeah. do. You, you know what scoreline I would like to see this season. I'd like to see a 6-3. You don't see 6-3. It's not really a mainstream scoreline, is it, 6-3? <laughs> no. Go and watch Wrexham. It's very hipster. They're bound to have a 6-3 at some point, aren't they? It's probably the only one they've not had this season, I think. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't I wish you wouldn't say that name. There's, there's the, the, the the red light's gone off in, in the guy ass now. Some, oh, someone's mentioned us. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, Claire Jeff says, Nick, that really looks like a pyjama top. I mean, A, it does No, it's not. But B, anything, anything's a pyjama top, really. Like, theoretically. anything. I can I can wear my Scarf to Gower Wall polo shirt, for example. Yes. I wear that in bed. It becomes a pyjama top. I always I always imagine, you know, like, you know, in films where a guy slept with a woman at his house 
And the next morning, she'll be she'll be wearing like one of his work shirts, like oversized. She'll be wearing that's that. What that's what I'm saving this for. And she'll be like, she'll be like, this "What's for? this?" And you go, "Well, I'm a podcaster, I'm a I'm actually, uh, content creator, freelance." <laughs> oh, and I've got a day job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like milk. <laughs> I like milk. milk. You like milk. In milk brill. <laughs> milk brilliant. Um, I never told you about the, the. Oh, this is horrible. So when when I when I was in a band, we were like rehearsing in the rehearsal studio. Some band we were doing a gig with, and they were all like a lot younger than us. But they had so they were all like late teens, and they had like this forty-five-year-old guy playing drums for him. And I was just like, what, "What's what's with the old guy?" And they'd be like, "Oh, he's a legend. He's a legend." And it's like. Yeah, you, know, you let it go. If someone says he's a legend, you just go, yeah, take their word for it. But it got to the stage where we're like, well, what, what, what makes him, what makes him a legend? Why is he, why is he a legend? And he said, oh, one day, right, right, here we go. One day, he brought this girl home with him, and then he was, he was shagging her and what have you. And then he goes, oh, hang on, just give me a second, love. Went to the kitchen, warmed up some milk, got a funnel. <laughs> I'm not sure this is right for this funnel. show, Nick. <laughs> and put, and put the milk not- up. Uh, and then, so he tells this story like, like, like we meant to go. Oh yeah, you're right. He is a legend. <laughs> so this guy's like, why? Why did they do that? And then this guy's face just dropped. Like as he realised this, he's just like, yeah, why did he do that? What? So that's 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 one reason why. Why you like milk? They call him a legend. Yeah. <laughs> why I like milk. Yeah. Just really gives me a hankering for it. I might go and get a glass now. <laughs> That's why you sell it. Do you, now. Not, do you really, not like milk? You dream your life's work to, to sell it. Do you, do you not like, do you like milk? Do, yeah, how do you milk. stand on milk? I, I'm, I'm a big milk drinker, mate. Yeah. yeah. I like milk. I'd, I'd probably rather have a milk than a can of Coke, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I would these days, yeah. I like I to sweet milk healthy. when I'm thirsty in the night time. Oh, I do. I do. I love, but it gets a bit claggy I sometimes. Hope. So sometimes I wake up middle of the night and it'll all be clinging to the inside of my throat and I'm like, I think then I think I'm dying. Yeah. Shall we um shall we shall we just play a little interlude and then we'll move on to crew last night? Let's <laughs> just do it. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review, and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers, thank you. Milk isn't yeah. milk isn't awful. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not having that. I've, I know it's a it's a vast, it's a broad church. The world is, but I'm not having people saying milk's awful. I'm sorry. Just yeah, got to draw the line okay. somewhere. Shall we? Shall we? Um, shall we, draw shall the we line move there? swiftly on <laughs> from milk? <Yeah. laughs> um, crew. Then last night, who wants to go? Who wants to go first with crew? Very good to go on the stream and get to watch Forest Green against Barrow. Big big fan of that. Oh, is that yeah. what happened? And, then, and yeah. then I went full circle as well because I thought I thought I'll reverse engineer it. So I was like, well, I'll go on Forest Green Barrow, and I assume that the county game will be on there. Clicked on Forest Green Barrow, it's some French game, 
<laughs> so, so then I'm like, well, I'll find out what the French game is, click on the link for that, and, and then it took me to like the Argentinian Reserve League or something. Oh, it went mental. I watched about 50 different games last night, and then I remembered it was a Tuesday night. I could just buy the stream. I watched it on Doncaster. Need to go to They're all helping us out. All these, all these little tin yeah. pot clubs. I seen, yeah. seen our, our stream. Our stream was showing Forest Green versus Barrow. So again, went on Forest Green. That was showing Forest Green. So I was like, right, I'll go on every single League Two club. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Until I found it, because I put, put the crew one on and that would play five seconds, then repeat the five seconds then play five seconds, then repeat the five seconds, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I cannot watch this. So that I just well, that's, that's just the crew thing, though, because they don't want anyone to age, do they? <laughs> Thank you. And then, and then, and then I, found it, I found it on Doncaster. So I watched it on there for a bit, and then it actually appeared on County Stream. So I watched it on there. What a week. I didn't have any issues. It, it came up straight away for me. There you go. Just yeah. There you go. There you go. And that's, that's a new feature we're calling streaming watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are there are reasons why I didn't go last night, and it's because I think the same as yours, Waggy. I've already, I've been to crew. Went I don't year. know how many times. I don't know how many times. Um, and me, my little sidekick, my lad wasn't coming with me because he was he was doing something last night anyway. Uh, so I thought I'm just gonna miss it. I'm a bit gutted I did now, because there were there were tickets flying about as well, and I was I was thinking, shall I? Shall I go for one of them tickets and just get myself down there? But I know I pump not to in the end. That's my theory with these. With any event, when it's when they claim it's sold, it's never. I've never had trouble getting tickets for any sold out event, be it like gigs or football or anything. Mm. When when they have like when summer comes around and you've got like the big outdoor gigs and tickets come out like well October November time and yeah, there's yeah. a mad rush and it's just like I didn't get my ticket for Arctic Monkeys until about ten minutes before. In mm. June, even though it was on sale from like a year before, it's like fine, it's piss easy. Yeah, I think you can if you people if people you, panic uh... over nothing. Yeah, um, on to the game then. Um, I mean, I was I was pretty nervous beforehand. I must admit, well, not, not nervous. <clears throat> I was I was confident that we we would put in the performance, even if it at some point in the match, but I just thought they are the top scorers in the football league, mm. free scoring. Um, we come from behind and stuff like that as well. Like they did yeah, against we, we, yeah, we, we do concede goals, don't we? You know, we have conceded goals, so I was just a bit nervous. And my, and my prediction on one of the many, th well, it was 3 2 to us, but I didn't think we'd be as that solid at the back as we were. 
On, on Saturday, there were a lot of times where Grimsby were putting the ball into the box and we just looked absolutely panicked. Mm. On yeah. the, the points on Saturday. Every time the ball came into our box, we absolutely shot ourselves. So it stands I mean, to reason that you think, well, against Crew, we're going to struggle with that. But yeah, it never seemed to drop to any of our players or did it to clear it mm. properly. Mm. For, um, against Grimsby, it just seemed to it always seem to drop to one of them and then it'd come back in and then we'd like skew a header away or whatever it was. But yeah, I mean, yeah, last night, I think, yeah, the, the first half, uh, both teams were, were scrappy. Uh, I don't think there was much in it. But I don't know, because I think listening to their manager, it was like they changed their system to play against us. They changed to a five, well, a three, a, um, a three at the back, didn't they? Or with two wing backs um, uh, to try and like, because obviously they must have seen that Grim, the Grims were played that way and they thought that they could get us that way. But they were, they were just nothing there. And so, yeah, it says there, Ethan Pye, he was absolutely amazing. He had that mm. there um, right winger. He had him in his pocket a few times where he, he tried getting him in one on one, and Pi just came away with the ball every time. He was I'm excited to see a centre back pairing of Pi and Horsefall with Torre on the left. Very excited for that because I'd, I'd imagine that's as good as Pi's been. He doesn't offer us much going forward in comparison. No, yeah, he's not. Yeah, right he's, so he's not a wing back or a full back in that sense. Yeah. But how, but how every game he just seems to have pocketed one of the opposition star players. It's every single yeah, game now he's just looking better and better. You can see he's learning quickly because I think yeah. early on he's made a couple of mistakes, haven't he? Um, I think it was, was it the Wimbledon goal? Yes, yeah, the Wimbledon <laughs> one, yeah. Like in that. Good that, yeah. <laughs> see, it's, it's always annoyed me that people call him MASH rather than MSH. But it was worth it just for that. Mm. Very much worth it just for that, yeah. Get to get Zeki Fryers back. And <laughs> Will Fish. Fish pie, fish pie Fryers and Mash. Didn't need to explain it, did I? No. no. If I need to explain it, it's probably not going. <laughs> you, you, you had to give us the order, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think you, you touched on it before, Nick, that it was very much feeling each other out, wasn't it, in the first yeah. half? Yeah. We 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 limited them to no shots on target, and they're the top scorers in England, don't forget, in the first yeah. half. That was that was the positive that I was clinging to. They didn't have a shot on target all game, did they? No, I don't think they did. No. Uh... I think they had one late on that was, like, straight at Ben, possibly, but I may, I may be possibly, wrong yeah. from, the, from the edge of the box or something. But, yeah, there was nothing, nothing much to... Right home about from that from their point of view, they. I just, I mean, obviously they've been on a good run like ourselves, but at the same time, you wonder how miffed their fans will be about that because they never really turned up. To be honest, even even after after we'd gone a goal up, there didn't seem to be much of a reaction from them. Yeah, but right, Nick, it's irrelevant, isn't it? Because fans do not contribute to matches or or win points, so we don't need to. It's, it's irrelevant. Love yeah, according to the stats, they didn't, have a, they didn't have a shot on target. No shots on target, five off target. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they're the English top scorers and they didn't even have a shot on target last night. So um, that says a lot about our defence with a that, young lad in it as well. And yeah, um, you know. Yeah, we were astounding and say, unfortunately, Barry went off, but I think. 
it changed again, changed the dynamic. I think Watts looked good. You could see we started playing the ball to him and he was holding it up and he was coming off players, wasn't he? He'd get the ball with his back to the player and the player right on him and then suddenly he'd just knock it one way or the other and be away from them. Um, and it's a feat a lot of the time as well, which will yeah, surprise yeah. a lot of people. You, you can you can go direct to a target man without just lumping aimless balls in the air to him. You can. You yeah, but you know what? I noticed in the second half, there was a few more direct balls from yeah. Ben Inchliffe to yeah. uh, Wooten, and he was he was doing what, he, what he's done forever, yeah. which was holding it up. Big man holding yeah. it up and laying it off, and that's what you want. Just, I tell you what, no, it's, it's for getting the reses. That's me getting the reses. I'm going to save it for later. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry, just having a chat with myself. And, and, um, and <laughs> I mean, short corners, they're brilliant, aren't they? Superb short corners. <laughs> I'm a fan of a short corner for all the whinging. I like short corners because it op- players move, it opens up space as long as, as long as your delivery is eventually good. The problem, when people say, oh, short corners are shit, they're watching a team that is shit at short corners. Short and corners, he's shit at defending them, yeah. as we were earlier in the season. We were yeah, terrible yeah. at defending them earlier in the season. But, yeah, I, I like a short corner, man. I, I am a big fan of it. Yeah, that, I mean, that that worked well last night because that properly caught them off off guard. Um, they didn't get them, set themselves or anything. And, again, you know, good thinking, good thinking, quick thinking by Sars, get the ball across and... When it's coming into that sort of area, Wharton's going to get it every single time, isn't he? You know what I mean? It's even against a, a six four, six five defender, you'd put your money on Wharton getting up there. It's so good to yeah. have him amongst the goals already as well. Yeah. All right. Now, now we're going to be needing him to start on Saturday. You'd, yeah. you'd imagine, unless unless we go with Madden and keep easing Wharton back in. But yeah, to have him to not not have that. Not have that worry at the back of his mind that he's not scored yet. So to, to get it this early, fantastic. But we got we we got almost seven. Well, we got seventy minutes out of him, didn't we? So uh, yeah. he's been playing like twenty twenty five minutes, hasn't he? Previously, so mm. that, again, that's a that's a good sign. Getting him back, I think. I, I can't see him not starting Wotton on Saturday. No, I think you know, he will. I think he'll be probably Wotton. Yeah. Now that we're pretty sure that Barry's going to be out, um, but. As, are we going to do the uh, Nick's breaking news? Yeah, if he's allowed to say what he's heard. I know. I've just, I've just heard from people who are normally spot on that he's torn his hamstring and it's he's having an operation next week and it's going to be twelve to sixteen weeks. Which I is think... a there's a double edged thing to it. it. It could work out good for us in the in the long term in terms of you imagine he'll be getting treatment. At Villa, but yeah. there's no reason why they have to. If, if he stays integrated with our group, goes back to Villa for his treatment, you'd think he can stay for the season still. And it's yeah. it, it clears up the whole thing of whether they're going to receive like cash bids for him from like championship clubs in January. Well, they're not now, so sorted. Yeah. Jobs are good, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. a good one because he's out injured. But, but no. yeah, it looked, at it least bad straight away, didn't it? When he went the, the way he pulled up and went straight to the floor, you know what I mean? Yeah. Normally, which has thinking... been a nice change in a weird way because the injuries we've had previously this season, a player will just limp off or, or just be subbed in general, and then we'll find out like a week later that they're out for the season or something. Whereas with this, we you could prepare yourself straight away. You know, it's going to be yeah. 
for for I mean for him to try and hobble off and then have to like go down again and get the stretcher on when you kind of know. Yeah, that's to say. Yeah, you see them. They, they hobble off, don't they, between the two uh, two physio physios and stuff. But they generally make it to the well, certainly make it to the um, to the dressing room and stuff. But yeah, if they can't make it that way, then yeah, it does look. Unfortunately, it does look does look good. And I don't believe that some people that were going on about saying that we've overplayed him. I don't think no, we've overplayed not, him. No, he's been, he's been going playing an hour, seventy minutes. He's, yeah, he's been doing 70, 75 minutes maximum each game. So to me, he's only twenty years old. If he can't play eight games straight, um, well, he's not played eight games straight, has he? Because he didn't play at Salford. So there's a game that he didn't play. So he was rested for that. Yeah. No, I, I think we should quash that. No, I think we should quash it anyway because when we interviewed Charlie himself in Kings Tap, Nick, he said we talked about overloading players, we talked about training schemes. They have all the stats on all of that. Yeah. So it's it, it has to be just unlucky that he did that because they they have all of the numbers. I wonder. The I wonder yeah. about Crew's pitch to be honest because there was players slipping yeah. on their asses all there night. A few players slipping over, wasn't there? There, there, and ours. Yeah, they had a player stretched off after fouling one of ours. The, uh, in that foul. that free it... kick that Barry gave away that was sh- that would that wasn't a free yeah. kick. He didn't even touch him, and the guy knew that he'd the guy knew he'd he'd, he'd overhit it or he'd had a hard a heavy touch. It was going to I think it was either Bailey or Sars, and they were going to hit it forward for Alafi or Barry. And he had this Barry just stuck his leg out and he's conned the referee, their player. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and massively, they, they yeah. nearly scored off it as well. It yeah. flashed across the goal, didn't it? It was just yeah. like, but yeah. So but for a, half, for a, we were we were awesome. Yeah, for a team for a team that were meant to, you know, third at the time, I think. Were they third when we played? Yeah, they them? were third. Yeah, they were third. And I'll say it again, high scorers in the EFL. I just I was I was expecting more from them. I was so so happy with our first half performance, and then the second half, the momentum. You could see it at the end of the first half, couldn't you? We were starting to make inroads a bit. Um, special mention for Sars and Bailey because I thought they were both brilliant. Yeah, um, especially Sars. Sars has been immense this season, and I've always been a fan of his. Yeah, um, he looks he looks a different player again, doesn't he? Don't looks like back to like the national league, doesn't he? He's really he looks he looks hungry for it, mm-hmm. and he wants to prove a point. Yeah, I'd I'd have taken a draw at the start. Yeah. To be honest, mm, yeah. I, do you know what? Like, but I saw people on Twitter saying, "Oh, you shouldn't be. We shouldn't be saying take go for a draw." I think because Sam Byrne said it, didn't he? Yeah, I think he said it as well. Yeah, because yeah. but I, my, I, in my mind, I was thinking the same, Nick. Because you'd be happy with a draw for the reasons that we've just said. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, there's, a, there's a difference between fans going into a game saying they'll take a draw and players doing players. It. Yeah, they 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 won't be really. Like, yeah. No, of course not. I mean, it just when you when you when you see these teams that Brentford for one when they played at Old Trafford the other week, they went went one nil up and just sat on it and waste wasted time nonstop and then end up getting pegged back late on. Mm. It never works when when a team go into a a game playing for a draw or just trying to keep what they've got. Never works. Progressive front foot. That's what we want and that's what we're getting. Yeah. Is it, Speaking of which, the second goal, very similar to one of the goals that was scored against Wrexham, pressing high up the pitch, pressing the 
Yeah. Passing shit centre backs, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was it was, bad, it was a bad ball to him, I think. Mm. Um he didn't control it very well, and that just gave Wharton enough time to get his toe in and put it, you know, straight to straight to Tanto. And then Tanto yeah. his little dink behind his behind his foot to completely um like confuse the confuse the defender and then put it through his legs for the goal. It's absolutely superb. And again, hopefully. I think he did look a bit, and I know he's, you know, he scored nine goals or whatever, ten goals before last night and stuff like that. But he still didn't quite look because he had a couple of chances, didn't he, where he took it in and heavy touches and stuff like that. So I don't know if that penalty was maybe still hanging over him a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. And but he has, in say, he scored quite a few goals. Yeah. You've seen his head drop on Saturday when he missed that penalty, hmm. and he did go, he did go a bit off. So. I don't know if it was, if that maybe was just playing on his mind. But maybe. Don't forget, well, he, pulled, he, he pulled up in the first half himself, didn't he? He did, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm on the same side, Danny went, went off, mind. he was hobbling, yeah. Yeah, I wonder whether that played on his mind. Because, because as of, I mean, I've, obviously I've played football, obviously not nowhere near these levels, but if you've got a slippy pitch, you've already seen your mate go off and you've already had a bit of a pull mm. up yourself because of whatever, knock or, or whatever... You must be. It must be going through your mind. Look, if I go full, if I go full pelt at this, and you know, really stretch my legs, am I going to pull something? It must be in the back of your mind somewhere, subconsciously. Yeah. It's in the back of my mind, bringing the shopping in. So God knows. <laughs> well, well, yeah, getting <laughs> out of bed for me. <laughs> 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 so it must be. It must be with these lads, maybe. Um. So yeah, really good win, and then on to Saturday. Um, anything more about the crew match before we move on, though? Apart from t- it's now ten in a row, nine in the league. Um, I, 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 I couldn't believe the stat that I heard that we'd not done it in our history until Challoner turned up, and now we've done it three times. Yeah, three, yeah, three times. times on the Challoner twice last season, wasn't it? And twice and this season. Which, considering some of those runs we went on in the National League North under Jim Gannon as well. That's, yeah. yeah, that's mad that this is the first. Yeah, first time doing it. Yeah. The League Two record is twelve on the spin, isn't it? Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> Tramere on Saturday, and then is it Swindon away after that in the league? Yeah, Tw- yeah, twelve. Twelve was it was done by Luton in two thousand and two. So the other Hatters. So we need to we need to beat that. Oh yeah, we'll have it back off them, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, and on to Saturday. Um, we mentioned him before, but special mention for Connor Jennings. I was thinking when Graham was saying about Connor Jennings spearheading their attack, and he, he, he was he was low in the pecking order before we got Barry, before we got Alafi, wasn't he? And he wasn't getting a game for us. I, I just I just feel for them a bit. Not not that much. I want to obviously stuff him on Saturday, but I feel for him a bit that if you know if he's their main striker. Yeah, that's what I see. As you say, he's coming towards the end of his career. He, yeah, he certainly, he certainly wouldn't have been in any of the squads this year. Maybe he might have played in the Cheshire Cup or something like that, but he wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have been in anywhere near any of the squads, and that's taking nothing away from him because you know, no, no, no. He, he did a job for us and everything like that, and everything else that went on with him. Um, but yeah, as you say, if that's if that's your key man, that's your your yeah. spearhead, and it's yeah, like from a. From a purely footballing perspective, yeah, everything he's yeah. done for us, you know, brilliant for us, and obviously his brother's still with us, and that you know, can't knock any of that. He's had a great career. 
I just think he, oh, same with Dennis really as well. Dennis is coming to the twilight of his career as well. Mm. Um, so it bodes well for us, but the county fan in me thinks, oh Jesus, it's got like I said before, it's got to come to an end at some point. Um, it, it, you know, it could be Saturday. It could have been last night. It wasn't we played well. Another week of it at least. We'll win Saturday and then on to Swindon. So we'll see. But yeah, I, th- I think there's a few more games in this run yet. Mm, I, well, I think so. we've said that for pretty much every game before go- before going into any of the games. It's been like, yeah. oh, it's got to come to an end soon. Yeah. Oh, not sure about this one. Don't know if we'll win it. Don't know if and then we come, we sit the next day, talk about it. And it's like, yeah, well, we've, we've ticked that one off. We were, we were awesome again and yeah. grinding results out and stuff like that. So, I, yeah, I, I can't. I can't see it finishing against Tranmere unless we completely don't turn up. We put a load of lucky likeys out or something like that. That's the. I'm I'm coming in. I'm on the benches, Madden. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you're right, though, aren't you? Like, even last night, it seemed like it was a bit of a slow start, and maybe maybe it was. Maybe with like just I don't know, feel, like I say, feeling feeling crew out, but we, we never looked in danger, and we caused the problems ourselves at Grip, against Grimsby last week. Yeah, yeah, I am I am confident, and I, I'm always confident. As soon as the match starts, I'll just think, yeah, that we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do something in this match. We're not gonna be on the back foot. But it's this week up to it, you know, or the or the, yeah. you know, the few days up to it. You just think, oh, don't you? And it's our job to get nervous, like Charlie says. It's not their job to get nervous. Yes, yeah, so no, no, no. Are you starting to because we're top? And I think a couple of people have said that they prefer to be in the chasing pack rather than well, be at the top. Dan but, said it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think. I, I mean, I say, I I think that there's, there's nobody's been really consistent. I mean, not not as county maybe, but I don't think they really played anybody decent, did they? They played Mansfield the other week and uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they got beat four one and got absolutely played off the park. Well, they've they got were, next at home this Saturday in what's going to be a seven all draw. I go, I'm not <laughs> county, not county Wrexham, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. But again, yeah, the grinding them out, but I can't see how we why we won't go on a run. We've we've got we're getting players back. The bench is looking really strong. Fair enough, you know, we have lost Barry, who's going to be a big loss, but we've got we've got what's coming back. We've got you know Madden that's on the bench. We've got we've got all these different options. Powell, I mean, not heard Powell mentioned for three or no. four weeks. No, Charlie's not mentioned him at all in any of his. So what's where's he? What's you know he he, he can't be far away because I think when he initially went out injured, they said he'd be out. Four to six weeks, and I think that's coming up to four to six weeks. What about five, six weeks? I think. So it's been a case you know, of didn't you, didn't Charlie mention in one of his interviews basically getting a getting a player back from injury every week? So we've had Noel yeah. back this week. So you'd imagine next week will be Powell. Yeah. And then Burn. Yeah, so that's what I say. I mean, that's that, that's awesome options to have off the bench if something's not working. And I think like like against Doncaster. You know, they completely marked Alafi and Barry out of the game. They always had two players on them all the time. So we took them off, well, took Barry off, stuck Madden and Wotton on, and Doncaster couldn't cope with us. Mm. So as you say, now it's we've we've got the options. We've, we can change games, we can change formations, we can change tactics. So 
And I think the other thing that's really surprised me is that teams haven't come and really sat in and parked the bus against us. I've not seen any of the, apart from possibly Gillingham on the first game, first game of the season. But he got sacked for that, old, didn't he? Well, he's got <laughs> sacked for it now, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, apart I, from that, I don't think it's. I, I was surprised that teams are coming. How open they are. And, yeah, and, and having yeah. a bit of a go and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with what Dan Culverwell said on the uh, Courtyard Club call on Monday, that it's it's too early for teams to come and set the stall out like that mm. because everyone's probably waiting, playing a bit more freely, a bit more, open, bit more openly until, the, until it's more like the business end of the season or maybe just before the business end. And then you'll start getting teams that come going, oh, well, we really need a point because of, Reason A, it could be because of relegation. Reason B, the managers might get sacked or whatever. And it's a bit more, it does feel a bit more free now, doesn't it? Because it's that early part of the season. And maybe that's why there's no consistency between the teams. As you say, you get all these quite surprising results and stuff coming in. Whereas we're just, as you say, happily going along, doing our business. Yeah. Top of the league. Top of the league and not a single Doing our business. It sounds like we're shitting everywhere we go. Yeah, we're chicken all over the league. Yeah. Isn't, isn't, that a, isn't that a status quo song? Chitting all over the league. <laughs> Just want to bring this this comment I mean, back up again as well. Uh, this yeah. county eighteen eighty three comment. The other teams are grinding out results. Yeah, absolutely. They seem to be either dropping points or like like the, the W word last night. They ground it out against Sutton. Two really good goals, but one was in the ninety something minute. Um, and that's against the bottom of the league, Sutton. Um, I noticed every team in the top eight won apart from Crew last night. So it was, it was crucial that we won as well. But yeah, theirs don't seem as convincing as ours. And maybe that's me with my blue tinted glasses on. I don't know. I don't think the only one, I think Mansfield, Mansfield yeah. are looking, they're looking good. They're looking solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, as I say, they've, they're, they're still unbeaten, aren't they? Yes, they are only. And they're still only unbeaten this season. Uh... Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and they will. They will tell you that they were the last team to beat us. Yes, they were. They're right. They've got yeah. to come to our oh, place, though. Yeah, haven't they? So don't don't get a trophy for that. It's it's all the <laughs> big. I'm, I'm already counting down to Notts County at home over Christmas. Over Christmas under the lights. Oh. Twenty. Yeah, twenty second, isn't it? Friday the twenty second. Yes, t- two nights after the podcast Christmas do. So, plenty of time to recover. Put the reminder there. Or carry on. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll certainly be following that, that way, that approach. Yeah. See, see I think that. I will be because that's possibly when I'm finishing for Christmas. So that's me. I'll be I'll be on it. It's my last possible day. televised game there as well. Do we think? Apart from uh, the fact that they don't televise. Well, yeah. What you, you yeah. think first versus second? Is it well? As it is now, if it carries on that way. Yeah, you'd think, you'd think they'd do something, wouldn't you? Shall we move on to getting reses? Yeah, Waggy's up first. Should we do? Waggy up first? Do, do you want to oh, put the jingle first? Let's, let's do it. Reses! Get in the reses! Get in the reses! I'm not having that. Get in the reses! Get in reses! Is that the feature called Get in the reses? Yeah. <laughs> it's called Get in the reses, yeah. mentioned it enough times in that. <laughs> Go on then, Waggy. What's your getting reses? Um, Liverpool immigration officers. They can get in the reses. 
do, do, do on, you have mate. to like declare yourself? Well, no, because the reason the reason being the last six months I've gone to eight different uh, car wash places and I go back the second time <laughs> and it's all been cleared. So obviously immigration have come in and wiped all the wiped all the 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 car washes out. So I've got to find somewhere else. So now I'm either going to have to wash it myself or I'm going to resort to having to say there's something wrong with it and take it into the dealers so I can get it washed. I mean, that is. <laughs> That's that's not just what's what's higher than a first world problem. <laughs> no, for, I think for I don't think there's been a coin a term coined for even. That, that's, your, that's your problem. wheelhouse, Nick. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you have a. Th I'll let you think on that. And you can come up with one. I'll have something uh, for problem. next week. So yeah, Liverpool immigration. They can sling it because I want to get right. my car. <laughs> I didn't realise that was where this was going. Um, I assumed you were have to, having to do some tests for your citizenship or something. <laughs> <laughs> to become a scouser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who is Trent Alexander-Arnold? Hey, let me pull right back. I'll be the host of Pointless. <laughs> Mick, do you want to go next? Yes. So... This, this ties in with what Gazendo has said, actually. Um, so he says, in the rest of Union Jack flags at England Games. So it's England game related. That bloody band, that that band that they, that they have at England Games, I think it's a Sheffield Wednesday band. Yeah, but they're, they're sponsored yeah. as well. They're sponsored by, I know they've been sponsored by Pucker Pies in the past or something. But it's just such a. What other country plays national football and sings their national anthem. Even the ones that like, sing it all the way through the game, even the ones that have good national anthems don't sing them. Like, the French national anthem is all about, like, oh, these bloody English coming over, raping all our women, we'll bloody sort them out. They don't sing that all game long. So why do we sing our dirge of a national anthem all the way through the isn't, game? Isn't it sung ironically, though? Isn't it sung ironically because everybody else hates it? And everybody else hates no, us, so I, we'll just I don't think off. having had a look at the people who form that band, I don't think irony is a consideration for them. I think I think they struggle to put the shoes on the right feet. It's a proper bunch of misfits. <laughs> well, I, th th there's Chef two Wendy things that I'm proud of them. Yeah, well, there's two things Chef that Wendy annoy band. me about it. The, 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 they had it in a football manager game for every match that you played with the sound on. I don't know if you. You know, the, the, the band. Not played with the sound on since 1998, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have sound on it then. Um, <laughs> um, and the other one that annoys me about it, and it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit of a segue to the side. Sweet Caroline can get in the bin for me, and that's not my oh, res. The worst thing about it, good song, good little song that's, yeah, yeah. you know, Getting overplayed now, a la Mr. Brightside. Sick of hearing it now. Yeah. The bit that boils my piss the most, though, is where people had the, so good, so good. Oh, yeah. that, what's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, this this, uh, this almost perfect pop song that Neil Diamond performed. Oh, it, it, it's really good, but don't think it's quite good enough. We need to add. We need to add an extra couple of lines to it. Imagine doing that with any other song. Imagine listening to like "Yesterday" by the Beatles and going, "It's good, but needs a couple of extra lines." Like, who, who do these people think they are? 
Yeah, I agree. get Sweet Caroline in the reses. Seven Nation Army can go in as well. Sick of that. Yeah, not not the album track. You mean when it's used for things like... When it's used for, yeah. yeah. Although, to be fair, when I listen to that album, it's track one and I normally skip it now because I'm, I'm done with it. I, I mean... I've got everything I possibly need to get from that song. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there, mate. Although same I'll as Mr. Brightside. They're not a record player, so it's just easy to let it let it play through. Isn't it? Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind yeah. of find with, it with your <laughs> with your pyro out <laughs> in the garden with a smoke bomb. <laughs> oh, uh, ad added little bonus in the res as well. We're on smoke bombs and stuff. People. So who was it? The other Doncaster that we beat. Doncaster, and eighty-eight they, minutes, and they had. They had the pyro out after they conceded oh, yeah. the winner to us, and someone on Twitter said, "Oh look, they've got a they've got a flare." No, they didn't have a flare. They had a smoke bomb. There's a big difference between the two. So can we before we start castigating people and threatening bans for people bringing these these items into the ground? Can we get the terminology right first? Yeah, agreed. Some bonus reses for you there. Yeah, I tell you what. Just uh, before I get onto my reses, and this isn't a reses, but what what seems to be normalised now is um, is when there's a goal, there's there's blokes in high vis running around with buckets of sand, ready yeah. for these, ready for. Yeah. And it's like it reminds me of watching um, the, the the big match in this from the seventies and eighties when when kids running onto the pitch afterwards to go and hug their favourite player was just normal. Or oh, there was a car in the corner. It's just normal, and these, <laughs> these guys with high vis on, with, with buckets of sand. Yeah, you've seen it in crew yes, last night when, when we scored and yeah, they celebrated. Yeah. You see the guy That's running, back, running behind him, didn't he, to, to get the flare, yeah. the flare to it's get the smoke bomb now. that had gone. That's a great play. job, that. Do you think maybe because? Have you seen I, them? With well, the, yeah, it's, the, the, it's the big fire resistant it. glove that they have to have to, you know, they look like Hellboy. With that, what they should do. They should they should double up because obviously like ma male cancer is on the rise and stuff like that. They should do prostate checks. The person who's got the big glove, as you as you're leaving the ground, say, "Oh, do you want to get your prostate checked? Make sure you're cancer free for your drive home to Stockport, and then into the room." Not a crew though, actually. I was going to say, yeah, crew's not a good example for that. <laughs> thinking, thinking about it, I don't think we'll have crew doing that. I don't. I don't you think don't that, that crew is going to be starting in crew. <laughs> Uh, well, do, do you think, talking of the big the big match we visited, you, you don't see the magic sponge anymore? So I, th I think no. the bucket of sand has almost replaced the magic sponge in terms of <laughs> yeah. thing, things that you get excited, get unfeasibly excited when that you see at a football match. Yeah, you don't have the smell of cigarettes and pies anymore either. Just pies, isn't it? But you, just, you don't even smell pies. Well, no, you anymore, can't smell you? the pies now. You don't smell them. No, they're no. all no. It's a shame, really. But, but uh, no, I, I do miss the as, as a a non-smoker now. I do still miss the smell of smoking. Play. Night, I don't. I stopped going to nightclubs when the smoking ban came in because you just realise that everyone everyone stinks of shit and sweat without the smoke <laughs> to cover it up. Horrible. It's just the women. Um, Awful. Yeah. Or, or anything like that. dogs. Dogs on the pitch. Let's bring back dogs on the pitch. That yeah. gladdens everyone's heart when there's a dog on the pitch. Yeah, I miss. I'm, I do miss the uh, pigeons on the pitch at, at St James's Park. They used to always be there, didn't they? But now they're not for some reason. Well, I suppose it's a sponsorship thing, isn't it? Because it'll be, you know, like when, <laughs> you know, like when 
is it Coca-Cola that sponsor like the World Cup and stuff? And they'll have all the bottles of Coca-Cola. Like if a player if a player who's sponsored by Coca-Cola was drinking a Pepsi, they'd get bollocks, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like that with the pigeons. Uh, they were just sponsored by Funky like, oh, Pigeon. You're, you're not. No, no, they'd be like, you're not magpies. We, we can only have magpies on the pitch. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. Funky Pigeon. Or, it's, or, it's, yeah. or it might be some Saudi delicacy. <laughs> Should we be on to my getting the reses before we finish up, yeah, by the way? Uh, my, my getting the reses is actually football related. Um, and it's when commentators say um, a clearance from the goalkeeper, but they're not clearing it. They're actually playing it into, onto, beyond the player that they're aiming for. But they just go, great clearance from Hinchliffe to Alafi. And Laffy went through and scored. Well, no, it's, it was it was deliberate actually, and it was an assist, it's not a clearance. A clearance is under pressure. Yeah, like, yes. So I was going to say, so for me, almost a clearance is if there's a bit of a crowd in the box, but a defender passes it back to him with his feet, and he has to kick clear straight away. That's a clearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good. I'll do a little yeah, jingle for. I'll do. I'll do a little jingle for. Yes, we agree. You can get in the reses, and one for no, we don't, and we'll. It, it stays it's out. Just for me with a thumbs up or a thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Send me some pictures of just of just what you've said there. Nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you can see him up on the wall behind you. <laughs> He's forgot to take him down. <laughs> <laughs> Right, good stuff, boys. Any? Should we, oh no, I'll, I'll say we'll get predictions. We'll get predictions for Saturday on on Saturday in the in the courtyard when we do the courtyard club call. I'll get some predictions okay. off you. Are, you. are we all? Are we all there Saturday? Yes. yes. Excellent. Excellent. Back to normality until my next wedding that I've got to go to. Yeah. I don't think you're. you're I think you're actually a bigger miss. A very important game if Russ is there. Being a part time. No, yes, these glory hunters, mate. Glory hunters. Yeah, yeah. I was the glory hunter. He'll be, he'll, I bet he's there for Everton away in the third round at FA Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bet I'm not. I'm not. I've only been to one away match this season. I think one or two. One, I think. So I won't. I won't be first in the queue for that. The loyalty scheme, isn't it? Yeah. You can... Fair dues. Man, it'll be alright because you get ten. Don't you get like, a quarter of the ground for FA Cup games? So it'll be fine. We'll get like. Yeah, there'll probably be enough, won't they, to be fair? <laughs> yeah, about 10,000 if we want it. Yeah. Imagine, imagine that taking like 3,000 county fans to Goodison Park and 7,000 Curious City and United fans. I could walk there. Brilliant. That's, that's the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> until, you come, until you come on here, the. Uh, the week, the week after that game, and you, you want to put the Sefton Park park, park keepers in the uh, not Sefton Park, good Stanley Park, Stanley, Stanley park. park, isn't it? Yeah, the Stanley Park. Park I don't need to go across others. Stanley Park, so they'll be all right. No, they'll still come for you. I'll make sure of it. All right, okay. I'll make sure. Well, yeah. I'll just, I'll yeah. just come out of Everton, walk through Stanley Park, and then back to my house. Then just so yeah, I can I get them in the It's a bloody lovely park, Waggy. I know it is. I've walked around it a few times. No, then we'll fucking walk around it again. So, just, so, just for this joke, I'm only walking around it if we get FA Cup and if we get Everton in the FA Cup third round. Fair enough, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Right, boys, let's call it a day. Let's call it a day. Uh, please do like and subscribe, rate and review. Uh, we're on seven likes for this video at the moment. Let's get that up. Let's get as high as we can. It helps with the. Um, 
algorithms and stuff like that. See you all on Saturday. Uh, we'll be back with the Courtyard Club call on Monday. And then we'll be back with our regular show next Wednesday, as is the normal week. See you later, everybody. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. This episode of the Scarf Begawa War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegawawar.co.uk. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.